All right, welcome in, guys. Farzine Vasugin here with you for another episode of the Chief Zone podcast. And wow, uh, what a game that was! Uh, what a game that was! Uh, that was uh, that was very interesting to say the least. Um, oh boy, yeah. There's there's Taylor. I, I don't know what she's doing. She's doing some weird bumping with her arms there, but yeah. Wow. Um, holy shit, guys. <laughs> Hey, the Chiefs won. I'm going to repeat that again. The, the Chiefs won the game. Yes. Uh, holy shit. Um, yeah, uh, Robert said it best here in the chat. Wasn't pretty, but a win. Yes, uh, but a win. Um, listen, I know Robert Salas still uh, butthurt about that. Um, that uh oh look at that they're showing the replay of mahomes sliding like that uh boy what a thing of beauty could have easily scored but he didn't um listen th that whole thing between mvs and i think who was the other guy sauce gardner i think the way i saw it I, I mean i thought sauce gardner was creating contact too like you know you gotta let the guy go and let it go uh listen let me say something here Okay, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Sonia says ugly. Teresa says ugly. Um, Ty says too close. Renee was at the game and said too close. Lewis says pathetic win. Uh, uh, okay, all right. Uh, Donnie says what an ugly preseason game. Okay, uh, guys, listen. I, I know that's where everyone is going towards right now. Um... Lisa says Taylor needs to go and not Swift. Talking about Juwan Taylor, obviously. Yeah, he did not have a good game at all. Okay, let me just say this. Rewind to last year. The Chiefs had five ugly wins. The Raiders game where they were down 17-0 and they won by one. The Texans game in overtime. The Titans game, I think that one went to overtime also. They were playing against a backup quarterback in that one. And the two Broncos games that both of them came down to the wire. The Chiefs had five ugly wins last year. And I remember Broncos fans were commenting saying, well, we gave uh, teams in the playoffs the recipe to beat you guys. Who won the Super Bowl last year? It was the Chiefs, and they had five ugly wins last year. You don't listen. Obviously, I expected a blowout win. All of you guys expected a blowout victory for the Chiefs. Um, and look, at the end of the day, I don't know if there are such thing as if there is such thing as a moral victory here. Yeah, sure, the Jets made it close and and all of that, but I don't I don't think. Um, I, I mean, I don't. At the end of the day, you know, yeah, sure, you you can complain about the missed call from from Robert Sala and whatnot, and we know what all the Chiefs haters are going to say. Oh, well, Mahomes gets bailed out by the refs again. Man, there 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 were some bad calls on the Chiefs in this game. So cry me a river. I'm not here to entertain any discussion about uh, a missed call down the stretch right there because the way, in my opinion, honestly, I thought Sauce Gardner was creating some contact too in that one. So. I'm not really going to get into that here, but here's what I will say. You had five ugly wins last year, okay? It wasn't perfect last year for the Chiefs, and look where they look where it got them. It got them to the Super Bowl, and they won, 
with two bad offensive tackles, no Tyreek Hill, and all this talk about how in the hell are the Chiefs going to win anything now, and Mahomes nearly won MVP unanimously, unanimously um, and, and ended up winning the Super Bowl. So look, you're going to have games like this. I remember when the Patriots almost went 19-0 in 2007. They had a lot of ugly wins that season. Guess what? I don't think Tom Brady and Belichick were moping around saying, oh, man, I can't believe we won this ugly game. Like, no, you won and you stayed undefeated almost all the way through the season until uh, the most important game of the year. But my point is you you're going to have ugly wins. That's going to happen. Um, so let me ask all of you this question right now. Would you guys rather win ugly or lose pretty? Because I'll tell you what, the Jets, this is a pretty loss. Like, the Jets, there there might be some Jets fans tomorrow morning who go into work and say, yeah, we made that pretty close, closer than everybody thought, right? But you didn't win the game ultimately. You're now, what, one and three on the season for the Jets, I think, whereas the Chiefs are, Chiefs are now three and one. So, uh, listen, man, a win's a win. Look at teams like the Bengals. The Bengals, twice this year, have had a game where they didn't get a touchdown their first game and their most recent game where they were held to three points. I mean, th th that's not even a pretty loss. That's just flat-out ugly, just bad football. The Chiefs are not even playing that level of football. Um, yeah, there are a lot of things they need to clean up here. I'm not hiding from that at all. A lot. Of, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he did throw um, almost four interceptions in this one. Uh, one of them was dropped. The other one was called back on a penalty. So they definitely need to uh, get that figured out and cleaned up for sure. But at the end of the day, man, you won this football game. It was not the easiest. A lot of you guys are saying it was a hard-fought win. Um, but, it's, okay, see? Exactly what Sam says right here. A win is a win. I 100% agree with that. Uh, again, I know some people, maybe you're maybe you're mad because they didn't cover the spread. Okay, that happens. Um, by the way, a lot of you guys are talking about Isaiah Pacheco here. Yeah, I 100% agree with you guys. Pacheco played probably his best best football game as a chief and i'm glad to see it uh this was uh, i don't i don't want to call it a coming out party because i think people have already known about pacheco if you watch chiefs games last year and you listen to the broadcasters whether it was for cbs fox or primetime wherever um all the announcers kept saying how did isaiah pacheco fall to the seventh round he almost went undrafted um so I, I felt like this was maybe his best game, though. How many 100-yard games did Pacheco have last year? I'm struggling to even recall if he had one last year. I'm going to look this up real quickly, going through his game log. He had one 100-yard game last year, and that was against the Chargers. That was the one at L.A. That was the one where Travis Kelsey went off and won uh, Offensive Player of the Week. Did he have any in the playoffs? Uh, came very close against Jacksonville, had 95 yards in that one. So, yeah, you get the idea. I mean, this is by far Pacheco's best game as a Chief. And I was saying all, uh, not this past summer, but last summer when the Chiefs drafted Pacheco, I said, this guy's going to be really good for, for this football team. And he's done a lot of great things for this football team. I was glad to see he got a touchdown in the first game 
of the season last year against the Cardinals and really just pick it up from there. Had a phenomenal one-two punch with Jarek McKinnon, and we've seen Jarek McKinnon used in the early stages of the season uh, this year compared to years past where we didn't see much of McKinnon until the second half and the playoffs. So it's nice to see the Chiefs. And listen, I'll even give Clyde Edwards-Alaire some credit because when he goes in there, he's been running a little tough. Uh, obviously, he's playing a much different role now uh, trying to be available and also not get hurt at the same time. So this is a role that he's gotten into. Yeah, obviously not what you want with your first round pick, but it's working right now. You, you saw last week what happened when your running backs were scoring touchdowns, all three of them. So uh, I like the way the, the running backs are playing right now. Jarek McKinnon went in there and got a key first down uh, on that snap that went to Travis Kelsey, handed off to Jarek McKinnon. I thought that was really good. I will say this. One big negative on the offense, I think that needs to needs to be talked about. Um, we got a problem with our wide receivers. I, I, I think uh, you, you know. I, I think the Chiefs in general. I mentioned this earlier today. The Chiefs feel pretty good about their wide receivers. They feel like this is a wide receiver group that has a lot of potential, and I think there are guys that certainly have that, but we're just not seeing that whole that point where you, you, the Chiefs don't have a clear-cut number one wide receiver. Let me read you the uh, receptions for today's game. Travis Kelsey, six catches, 60 yards. Okay, he's your, he's your leading guy, and really not the best stat line either for, your, for a guy like Kelsey, who's better than this. Isaiah Pacheco, three for 43. Uh, Noah Gray had one catch for 34 yards. Obviously, that was the one catch that went for a touchdown. Rasheed Rice was your leading wide receiver. Three catches for 32 yards. Kadarius Tony had two for 22. That includes that little jet sweep toss to him. Marquez Valdez-Scanling had one for six yards. Justin Watson had one for five yards. Uh, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, not, uh, not a wide receiver, obviously, uh, had one uh, catch for one yard. So you had Rice with three catches, Tony with two. Uh, MVS with one, Justin Watson with one, and Sky Moore had uh, two rushes in this game. Uh, one of them with a uh, good run that went for 11 yards. So um, he actually did a pretty good job when the Chiefs used him uh, the way they did. But in general, though, you you don't have a strong presence at wide receiver. Um, I thought, you know, maybe the best wide receiver work we've seen so far this year was Kadarius Toney on that drive against the Jaguars where he had three catches for, I want to say it was like 42 yards or something along those lines, but we're not seeing that on a consistent basis. We see Kadarius Toney for a couple of catches and then we like Kadarius Toney. He had those two catches today. We didn't see him again the rest of the day. Um, there is a problem with the wide receivers right now. And I, it's, it's a, it's a very concerning issue right here. I think the chiefs need to address that and go find a viable option. I'll give you a suggestion and probably a source that nobody expects. I'm wondering if the chiefs reach out to the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not saying the Cincinnati Bengals are rolling over and calling it a season. Obviously they're not going to do that, but did you guys hear Jamar chase? He said, I'm fucking wide open in his uh, media interviews today. And then he apologized for the language and all that. But man, you're talking like that. I, like that's you're, you're basically calling out your quarterback without calling out your quarterback. That's what you just did right there. Um, and this is the same guy who said, Pat, who? Well, you want to know Pat, who come play with him and you'll know who you'll definitely know. Two time Super Bowl champion, two time MVP winner. Uh, I, I think ultimately. The Chiefs need to go out there. A, a team like the Bengals, yeah, sure, they, they, they're not going to roll over, but are they going to be buyers in the trade deadline? I don't know.
I don't think so. The Bucks. A lot of people thought the Bucks would be a team that maybe the Chiefs could go after, go to and try to get Mike Evans, but I don't know if that's a realistic possibility given how the season has gone for the uh, for the Buccaneers so far. Uh, but maybe you turn into a different direction, an unexpected turn here, and maybe you look at Cincinnati. I don't know. Uh, like if Cincinnati has one more loss, and I don't know. Um, let, let me just look at their schedule real quickly. Who are they playing next week? Okay, they're playing the Cardinals. If you do not win that game, your season is over. So let's see how that one goes. Because if you can win that, okay, maybe you can salvage a season a little bit there. Uh, you definitely should be able to score more than three on the Cardinals. But um, if for whatever reason things go south in that football game, I think it's time the Chiefs contact the Bengals. And yeah, the Bengals are going to ask for a lot because this is a conference rival ultimately. But, man, you really need this for your offense right now. This offense does not have a strong presence at wide receiver. Tell me the best thing you've seen a wide receiver do. And I'm not talking about maybe a big catch that went for 30 or 40 yards. I'm talking about a strong presence from a wide receiver so far this year in four games, almost a quarter into the season now. I don't think we've had that. I, I, I just don't. Ron says we had the second best quarterback tonight. I mean, listen, a lot of people think that way about the Super Bowl, but who won? Um, yeah, Mahomes did play bad. He and sure, you, you're right. He he probably was the second best quarterback tonight. Even Chris Collinsworth was saying that Zach Wilson's looking like Aaron Rodgers. Um, but you know, th thankfully the Chiefs won at the end of the game. Uh, at the end of the day, and he came through with that big uh, slide to win the game. And by the way, let me just say something because I saw the notification just come up on my phone. And I think this needs to be a point needs to be made about this. Give shout outs to the uh, the Jets players that were lifting up Zach Wilson. This guy's taken a lot. of I know a lot of Chiefs fans watching don't care about this right now, but Zach Wilson's taken a lot of shit from the media, from the fans, from Joe freaking Namath of all people. He he showed up today. He showed up tonight. He definitely did. Um, and he was pretty heartbroken on the sidelines there. So uh, props to those Jets players that went over and uh, picked him up. I, that's what that's what a team does. Like, I mean, at some point in the game, I'm sure Zach Wilson was thinking about those comments about Joe Namath and was hoping to at least prove, at least try to gain his respect. I know ultimately that's not what matters at the end of the day. But man, when you take a verbal whiplash from Joe freaking Namath, I mean, that kind of sucks. So like, like the equivalency for that would be like, you know, if the Chiefs played really bad and uh, before Len Dawson's passing, obviously that Len Dawson would come out and say something bad about Mahomes. Like, I think a lot, everybody in Kansas City would be talking about that. I know it was a huge topic in uh, in New York uh, for the past few days. Can't believe they are questioning that holding call on MVS. Dude had his hands on MVS. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I listen, should there... Maybe people think a penalty should have been called on both players, and then ultimately that entire player would have had three penalties, and so I guess all of them would be offsetting. Okay, fine. I guess the way I, I viewed it, I guess the refs decided not to throw a flag since they both were creating contact. I think, yeah, MVS was guilty of, of some contact there, but so was, so was Gardner. I mean, that's just the way I'm saying Sala wasn't mad when the bad calls went in their favor. Yeah, Chelsea, but every, every I mean, listen, every team... Uh, Listen, um, coaches and players are obviously not going to say anything when, when that happens. Fans are definitely not going to say anything when calls go in their favor. They're just going to call the other fan base crybabies. 
Um, so that happens. Hey, listen, you guys know me. I, I'll say if I think uh, there was a game that was poorly officiated or not, but I'll never pinpoint a loss on uh, a Chiefs loss on officiating. I mean, th there are so many factors that go into it. Um, I mean, the Chiefs dealt with bad officiating many times in the past and have still come through in the end. So I'll never, you'll never hear me uh, blame a, a game, a loss on uh, on officiating for sure. They're showing that um, that that uh, final uh, play, that run. Oh, see, okay, I have to reset. I said Mahomes could have scored. I don't think so. That uh, that defender was right there. Um, yeah, number four, whoever that is, that Sky Moore was was blocking against. Oh, Andy Reid's talking. Let me see if we can. Okay, and we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. There, Temple's asking, "Can we get Andrew Wiley back?" I don't know, man. Listen, I know Jawan Taylor's had a weird season. Um, I mean, yeah, he's listen. The the the, the whole thing with the uh, face mask that led to a safety. I don't have too big of an issue with that. I mean, it's either, and I don't think he was intentionally committing that penalty. But if you don't commit that penalty, there's a good chance Patrick Mahomes gets sacked in the end zone, and, and you don't want you obviously want to prevent Mahomes from getting hit as much as possible. Yeah, it's a physical sport. That happens, but um, in general, though, yeah, he, he's dealing with a lot of penalties, and uh, oh, that's where Andy Reid did like this whole like walk away, and then he came back to the <laughs> came back to the podium. Oh, he was just getting a water bottle. Okay, that's what that was. Um, but yeah, John Taylor's had a weird season. He, a lot of like pro football folks in ESPN, they're giving him like high pass blocking grades. So his pass blocking has been good. Um, but man, I, I mean, if he can take care of those penalties, uh, I mean, the guy is essentially going to be one of the better right tackles in the NFL would be a great replacement, eventual replacement for, um, Mitchell Schwartz, who obviously re uh, left the game a while ago. Corey says we definitely need to make a move before the trade deadline and get a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely need to uh, need to get a wide receiver. And I don't know where that would come from. Um, the first source I would think about and an, uh, one that's unprecedented would be the Cincinnati Bengals. They're not playing like a good offense. They've had two games this year where they didn't score a touchdown. And listen, I, I mean, the Cardinals did have a funny win against the, the Cowboys if you can, if the Cardinals somehow win that game, and I don't think they will, but if they do, I'm sorry. I, the the Bengals season is over in week five in my eyes. I know Bengals fans keep saying, "Well, we always start slow." This would be different. This is far different. The offense is just not good, um, and I think Jamar Chase would definitely demand uh, some sort of a trade. And I think the Chiefs are a great spot for him. And then we can uh, squash all the beef, right? <laughs> That hold was a penalty. The horse collar was not, and that is correct. I agree with this. And even the uh, rules expert said that too. 
The safety was also not a safety. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Just gonna say that you didn't get some help too. Yeah. See, Tony, you, you're my, you're, you're the kind of fan I like. Um, there are favorable calls that go in each direction. I mean, again, I, I still disagree with Sala that he thinks there was a call that should have been. I mean, Sauce Gardner and MVS, I thought were both. Here's what happens in this game. Whenever a receiver and a defensive back are going at it, they're both like creating contact. If it's both of them doing something they shouldn't do, referees generally let that go. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just telling you what referees do. Um, <laughs> Nick says there's no such thing as a pretty loss. This is true. Um, that is true. I, my, my point was like everyone's talking about an ugly win and it's just like, you know, let's let's relax a little bit. We had five ugly wins last year, and we still went to the Super Bowl. I love all these Taylor comments, and I don't know if you guys are talking about Taylor Swift or Juwan Taylor. You know you're having first world uh, team problems in, in, in the sports world when uh, you don't know if you're talking about a player named Taylor or a celebrity named Taylor that's supporting your team. Uh, Andrew says that game was way closer than it needed to be. No wins come easy in the NFL. That is true. Uh, especially on the road. Everyone thought this was going to be a home game for the Chiefs, but Jets fans sounded pretty loud. Like whenever a call did not go their way, they were definitely booing. Um, stop trying to stop trying to force CEH. I don't think they tried to force him. I mean, what do you have in this one? Uh, three carries for 12 yards. I mean, and he had one catch. I mean, he had he had four touches in this game. Uh, I mean, you got to rotate your running backs a little bit. I, I think I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of Jerick McKinnon. I'll, I'll give you that. But I don't think they definitely, I, I don't think they tried to force uh, CEH by any means. I, I, I think CEH has actually done well, given his, um, given the, uh, the, the, the light duties he's had on the team. Michael says, time to trade for a wide receiver ASAP. Yeah. <sighs> Here's my question, because you guys have been asking me this, but let me ask you guys, uh, when do you start giving Justin Ross more significant playing time? I mean, not like, hey, here's one catch, and then you're gone the rest of the day. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, I want to see this guy involved consistently. There's all this hype about him coming out of the draft, obviously went undrafted, and the Chiefs have kept them around for a reason. Uh when do we see when do we see him get involved more? No, Jawan Taylor was a free agent signing. I think that was the first free agent signing the Chiefs had. Um, but no, he was not part of a trade. Uh, see, Kelly, that's what I'm saying. Rather have an ugly win than a loss. Mark says I'm only mad because with number ten and Kelsey, we wouldn't have won. I. Can't disagree with this one, Mark. Uh, Listen, I know Mahomes is not having the best season out there. You know what, man? How many times has Mahomes bailed out the defense in the past? So many times he's done that. It's okay for the defense to now return the favor a few times. I'm not saying the Mahomes' performance is okay. I'm saying it's fine for the defense to help out a little more. Um, So... Um, you know, I, I think, you know, the defense is returning the favor after what Mahomes has done in past years. Uh, Mahomes doesn't need to pick it up though. But again, is it because of the lack of 
strength at wide receivers? I think so. Okay, I, I, the reason I was laughing a second ago, <laughs> Terrell says, why are holds on the Chiefs so controversial? <laughs> oh, that's just too funny. It's true. <laughs> it is... <laughs> Oh boy, man! Ten years ago, uh, I wish my team was getting uh, favorable, controversial holds. No, that's a great comment. I'm sorry, that's a, that's not that funny. I know, but I'm sorry, I can't help it. Uh, we need to make a trade for a number one. Okay, yeah, we, we yeah, I agree, Cal. A lot of people have been saying that. Yeah, this is a really good point. Why is McCole Hardman not getting playing time? This is a guy like he, his speed got compared to Tyreek Hill coming out of the draft. And that was a weird weekend because we did not know what was happening with Tyreek Hill at the time. It was a little weird. Um, but McCole Hardman, I mean, even like with his injury last year when he was gone for so many games, people missed him. Fans missed him. They're like, man, we want him back. We need him because he can do some damage. Um, but we can't really dwell on that too much right now. So yeah, um, this was definitely a, a different game for the chiefs offense. Um, but again, I'll remind you, you had five ugly losses last year. I really don't think she had anything to do with their game. Yeah. I don't know if you're referring to me, Justin, or if you're referring to someone else, I, your comment is obviously about Taylor Swift. Um, Waiting on the Jets saying that BS hold call is what won you the game. Yeah. Yeah, not that uh, horse collar penalty or the... Um, what was the other... Oh, I, I I I lost the comment, but someone else was saying earlier about how the, the horse collar was a bad call. The um, By the way, Willie Gay got held, and they did not call that play, so... Listen, when the game comes out tomorrow morning on NFL Plus, I will get a screenshot of all the missed calls there because I know a lot of that is going to come up about how the Chiefs got away with one again. Boy, man, you guys really deliver whenever the Chiefs have a game like this. Uh... Oh, God, guys, chill out. Okay, I, I, haven't, I haven't talked about. Oh, here's Isaiah Pacheco. Great feeling. Uh, never been in a stadium before. I've been in a Philly stadium. First uh, professional real football game inside the stadium. Uh, it's a great feeling. Uh, and blessed to see my family here supporting me. And not only that, um, get a victory. How many times did you imagine scoring a touchdown here in MetLife? And how do you feel once you got to the end zone? Um, I didn't really picture it, but, you know, focusing and staying patient and just listening and doing my job um, allowed me to get in the end zone and finish them with the guys up front. A really big team win as well. How big is this for you guys moving forward? Do you think? Oh, it's awesome. It shows you uh, how uh, how much we play for one another, and not only that, uh, you got a lot of more ball to play and a lot of more time to build with each other. All right, we can uh, just end it there. Uh, Tristan has bailed out by the refs once again. Absolutely embarrassing. Yeah, not like the Jets got away with that horse collar penalty or that face mask that was at the one-yard line, but they said it was at the end zone or that holding uh, on Willie Gay that wasn't called, Tristan. No, not at all, Tristan. Tristan's not going to acknowledge those, though, right? He's playing for his career. I figured he'd ball out. Oh, you were talking about... Um, 
you're talking about uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson, I thought, played really well. And there were some rumors that were circulating this week about how Robert Sala and the coaching staff, they're on thin ice. Listen, I, I get it. Things are not going your way. But if Robert Sala gets let go, I mean, he is, I, I don't think he'll be a free agent coach for very long. He's going to get picked up very quickly, either as a head coach somewhere or at the very least. A lot of teams would want him as a DC for sure. Don't forget the Jets do have a very good defense and front studs. Confuse the Chiefs. I, I did say that on the podcast, Doug. I agree with you. I said that on the podcast earlier this week. I thought, you know, their secondary had um, more strengths than the defensive line, but I did give the defensive line. And I think Pacheco uh, even said earlier this week in his press conference that he saw some hungry guys from that Jets D line. So, yeah, the Chiefs definitely uh, were aware of what this uh, defense is capable of. We need to invest with a number one for sure if we want to go back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're talking about a number one receiver. Even MVS, like, he's not playing the way he was last year for the Chiefs. And this is a guy that's now had a full offseason with the Chiefs. Um, so that's not good. Um, yeah, I apologize if I'm not saying anything. On time. I'm, I'm reading the comments, and I'm trying not to do any, like, any repeat comments. Is this a contract year for T. Higgins? Ryan's asking. That's a really good question, T. Higgins. Track. Let's see what let's see what good old spot track has to say. Uh yeah, it is. It is. So T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Is this a contract year for Jamar Chase, too? I want to say it is. Boy, I mean, his comments definitely were telling today. Like that guy is not happy. Um, and I cannot get Jamar Chase to why why can I not get Chase? What if I just type Chase? Oh, I did not have the apostrophe. I think I spelled his name wrong. Never mind. Uh, no, Jamar has one more year left. Next year is his uh, last year. And then they have the option in 2025. So, yeah, I, I guess the Bengals are not going to give up on him that quick. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, this was in front of Pacheco's home, so... A Jersey guy, uh, obviously a special moment for him. So, and it's the best game of his career to date. So that's good to see. Uh, bear with me one moment, guys. Let me see what this. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Bucks three and one, yeah, they're not they're not giving up. Uh, Mike Evans. See, a lot of you guys don't want Jamar Chase, but a lot of you guys want Higgins. Okay, that's interesting. Chiefs wouldn't pay for Hopkins. How much would Chase? Well, I don't think it's that because the Chiefs didn't want to pay for Hopkins. They were not. They had to restructure Chris Jones's deal first, and they could not do it on time. And Hopkins wanted to sign with the team. So I don't think that had anything to do with not being able to sign Hopkins. Um, I was not expecting Deadpool and Wolverine to be at the game. Like everyone's talking about Taylor Swift. Let's give the Marvel guy some love, right? We're all Marvel fans here, right? I'm sure there are a few DC lovers. 
Yeah, a lot of people complaining about how it was a close game. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. But I've already, I know some of you guys are tuning in live, but I've already said my piece on that kind of thing. Um, let's talk about the defense because we have not spent a lot of time talking about them. And I think we got to give credit to them because they once again played a great game. They shut out the Jets in the fourth quarter, which I think was very important in this football game. Um, man, it's just so hard to get over the fact that Chiefs got off to a 17-0 start in the first quarter, and they only scored six points the rest of the way. They got to be better than that. So thankfully, they got the win, though. That's, that's important. Um, this is also the second time this year the Chiefs did not score an offensive touchdown or just a touchdown in the second half. They did not score a touchdown in the second half against the Lions, and they didn't score a, uh, a second-half touchdown in this game. They definitely need to uh, step that up. But in terms of the defense, I talked about Leo Chanel and Drew Tranquil stepping up in place of Nick Bolton. Boy, those guys showed up in this one, I think. Drew Tranquil went in there, got some... Uh, got some uh, some pressure on the quarterback, had some good coverage as well. I thought Leo Chanel, I thought, did a good job at one point. Had a really nice tackle for a loss. Um, and uh, Willie Gay, you know, has done his thing uh, even before Bolton got here. Was pretty uh, underrated as a rookie. Um, I like the linebackers in this one. I really did. I thought the defensive line played well, with the exception of the fact that, you know, George Karloftis missed a sack on Zach Wilson. And there was another time, I think it was on the same play where Wilson was just uh, get, getting all these defenders to miss. You got to be better than that. So hopefully the Chiefs can uh, figure that out when they go back to the drawing board. But good to see Mike Edwards get in there and get a big sack. Uh, that was definitely good to see. Um, and uh, Chris Jones had that sack right before halftime. Chris Jones has had a sack in every single game so far that he has played. Got to obviously note that the, it was the games that he has played in. Oh, this is a really good point. Justin Jefferson, yeah. Chiefs and Vikings play next week. If Mahomes wins that one, uh, that is a win for uh, for Mahomes against all thirty two or all thirty one NFL teams. Hopefully not thirty two. Hopefully that that won't ever happen. Um, but yeah, in general, see, a lot of you guys are saying Justin Jefferson. Okay, that's a good point. I'm, uh, <laughs> Sarah says who won, not Joe. Man, all that trash talk and all the money you spent just to be one in three. And, 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 and you know, I know Bengals fans are saying, no, injuries. Okay, then why is he playing? Like, he's overthrowing everybody. It's just, it's bad. It's really bad. I don't even remember what I was going to look up. Um, uh, but listen, I, I mean, I like the way the Chiefs are playing so far this year. That one close loss against the Lions. But hey, um, there's, you know, what a show to coulda, right? Um, they're three and one. Uh, but the offense, uh, no, no strong presence at wide receiver. They need to make a move here. I don't know what you would give up. I don't know what you can get. Obviously, every team's asking price is going to be different. If you're reaching out to a team in the NFC, uh, the asking price might not be as high. But the Chiefs have got to do something here. They've got to make something happen. Otherwise, they're, they're, they're going to make the playoffs and win the AFC West. The AFC West is horrible this year. But the odds of getting to a Super Bowl, uh, it's going to be an uphill battle. And I think the Chiefs need to be much better about it. Um I'm going to read a few more comments here and get out of here. 
Uh, I know the number of viewers, uh, they are dropping because a lot of you guys have work tomorrow, which is understandable. Uh, Josh says offensive line was non-existent after the first half. Yeah, offensive line could have played better. Chase mentioned that as well, that they weren't in sync. I don't disagree. Caesar says I was more upset. Taylor Swift not wearing a red or 87 jersey. Guys, when celebrities are at the game, they're not wearing red jerseys or anything like that. Um, they're wearing their expensive stuff. Um, we came out hot, obviously struggled. I made two just bad throws. Um, where I was trying to lay it over a linebacker and a safety, and I just didn't throw it far enough. I had to do it right in the chest. Stuff that you can't do. Um, but I was, I was proud of the guys fought. I mean, obviously the defense kept us in it. Um, and then the offense had two drives in the fourth quarter where we, we had some staying drives, and that, that's a good defense. So uh, I'm proud of that, but obviously a lot to learn from and a lot to correct. You guys killed the last, I think, seven and a half minutes with the ball, similar to the way the Jacksonville game ended. Why have you guys been so good in those situations? Yeah, it's just guys responding. Um, obviously, we didn't play to, to, to our level in that kind of that second, third quarter. Um, but guys responded and kept just pushing. Um, and that's good things to see. I mean, a little similar to last year, it's not always going to be pretty uh, for four quarters, especially when you're playing a good defense like that. Um, but whenever the opportunity arises, it's about going down there and, and finishing. And obviously, we didn't do that the first game. And I'm glad that we were, we've been able to do that in these last few. Patrick, it depends on what you do with this, right, and whether it serves you well to have a game like this. But what do you feel like in some way it does the reality check? What, what, what is it? What does the game do for you, you think? Yeah, no, um, that's a good defense. I mean, I knew it was going to be a fight going against that defense. Uh, I thought it was kind of almost out of the norm to start that fast um, against them. But I think just learning, correcting, um, trying to learn from our mistakes. Obviously, I have to be better with the, the football. can't turn it over um, and put that pressure on our defense. But they stepped up for me. Um, and so uh, uh, it's, it's football. It's NFL. And everything's going to be easy to find a way to win uh, different ways. And uh, I've learned that over my career. Okay, uh, we can uh, stop there with with that. Obviously, that was Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah, definitely need to be better for against Justin De Jefferson. Did the Vikings win? I did not pay too close attention to that one. I know that was a weird game. Yeah, the Vikings did pull away in the end. I did see them lead. Um, yeah, they're they're having a weird season. Every Vikings game has been a one possession game this year, and they're one and three. So obviously, they're one and three in one score game. So. That's uh that's been interesting. Uh, Myron says I agree. Six four receiver and cannot see the field. Yeah. So when the Chiefs signed Juju and MVS last year, there was a big point about how the Chiefs have speed with those guys, but they're also bigger, taller, um, have more strength, and we're not really seeing that. Obviously, Juju's moved on, but we're not seeing MVS's strengths um come and help the Chiefs out much. We we're not seeing that. It took him a little bit of time last year, but by this point in the season, we started to see somewhat of a rapport with the two. So, I don't know. I think the Chiefs definitely need to go out there. Yeah, I agree, Mike. Butker's been great this year. He really has. He has not missed a single field goal. And by the way, I'm including the preseason because field goal kicking does not change much. From I don't think it changes at all from the preseason to the regular season. Butker dealt with a lot last year. He even missed a field goal in the Super Bowl last year early on uh, in that game. But uh, you look at Butker this year. He hasn't missed a PAT, hasn't missed a field goal. This guy has been on point with every single kick this year. And I think a lot of it had to do with him 
uh, in that ankle injury last year. Now that's behind him, and he's doing much better this year for sure. Ryan disagrees. He says we don't need to trade for a receiver. Just incorporate Rice, Watson, and Ross Moore and move KT to special teams. I, I mean, I don't know if we got to move. I mean, you, you can put KT on special teams and still use him on offense. Um, Incorporate Rice, Watson, and Ross Moore. Okay, well, Rice and Watson, I do agree we need to incorporate Ross Moore, but uh, Rice and Watson have been involved. And we're just not getting anywhere. Uh, how much longer do we have to wait for these receivers to to do something? I don't know. I I, I just I, I have concerns with the wide receivers now. Um, like okay, the drops happened in week one. You lost that game. Whatever, that's over with. You've won every single game since then, but there hasn't been like a strong presence there's no wide receiver that's actually doing anything to pose as a threat to the other team i think the only thing we saw was Kadarius tony who you know a week before he had those drops and then a week later against the jaguars he has those three catches for like 40 yards on the same drive like that was that was pretty good so i don't know i'm not sure where you go with uh with um with him after that I love the Bengals page that has like thousands of followers, but can't get any likes on his uh, on his page. Has to come on my page to try to get clout. Didn't your team only score three points? Like, why are you talking? Go focus on your team. You guys, you guys like need to win this Sunday or whatever whenever the, they play against the Cardinals. Like, that's what you should be worried about, not the Chiefs. But hey, thanks for coming on my page and commenting. All you're doing is helping me with that. Yeah, that's the thing that, that, that kind of surprises me, Josh. We don't really see that. Yeah, see, Brandon, I was thinking about this also. Um, I'm surprised Fields and Claypool are not gelling as well. Uh, I would not be opposed to a Chase Claypool edition. Now, I will say this. I don't know if the Bears want to be sellers. Um, not that they're a good football team or anything to be, to be buyers, but they right now... <laughs> I don't know if this has ever happened in NFL history. They have the number one and the number two picks in the draft. Obviously, it's very, very early to discuss draft uh, order. But it is kind of funny that the Bears have the number one and the number two picks. If for if by any miracle that stays that way, you can you can build off that. You really can. Um, if you play your cards right and not do what the Raiders did, which is just miss on almost every single first round pick for like two or three years where they had like five in that stretch. Let's see. Uh, people fail to realize how important Juju was to the team. He made MVS job way easier, which is why MVS has struggled because he's been going up against number one cornerbacks. You're not wrong on this, Ryan, but I think at some point, MVS wants to be that number one receiver because he has some veteran experience. This is a very young Chiefs team, especially at wide receiver. They have the youngest defense in the NFL. Um, it is a different team. Link to call in Daniel. I did not promote the link on this episode. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it short because it is a uh, 
it's a work night. It's a school night. I know you guys, um, I, I definitely want to keep it as uh, short as possible. Catherine says, what about Devontae Adams? He's not happy with the Raiders. No, he's not. But I definitely don't think th- th- that's not going to happen. Yes, I know the Chiefs made a trade, but th- that was a, a, a rookie who was taken in the fourth round last year that didn't play much. Uh, Joseph says, what do you think about the Buffalo Bills killing Miami? That's a really good question here. Um, (laughs) I I had Miami winning this one. And the first quarter was as advertised. The next three quarters, my God, Buffalo just dominated this football game. I'll say this. What Buffalo did defensively, I think the Chiefs can do. And a lot of you guys were talking about this game last week uh, down the road. And I said, look. You can slow this offense down, this Miami Dolphins offense down, if you pressure Tua and get to him. Well, guess what? The Bills did exactly that, and there were no Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle deep uh, pass touchdowns. No, um, they were in. They were kept in check after the first quarter. Why would the 49ers send a receiver to another Super Bowl contender? I, I I don't get that. That makes no sense. DC and Marvel. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, I think there is more to improve on defense and offense. There is time until the hardest games. Mahomes and Pacheco did a great game. I don't know about Mahomes, but he definitely needed more help today. Even though the interceptions, yes, we have a Taylor problem, and it's not Swift. You're the second person to say that. Uh, People are now attacking Taylor Swift's physical appearance. That's always lovely. It's always great when dudes do that, right? How classy. Um, yeah, the Vikings did look very shaky. I mean, this is, but all of their games have been one score games. So I think that's, uh, like, see, going into that game, that concerns me more than the Jets and you barely beat the Jets. Yeah. Wow. A couple of you guys have been, um, asking about Devonte Adams. Who's the biggest competitor in the AFC? Kent's asking. Bills or Ravens? I don't think the Ravens. I mean, I know they're three and one, but um, I mean, listen, the Ravens are a great regular season team uh, when they have Lamar Jackson, that is. But I mean, what's Lamar Jackson's playoff record? One and three? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the Bills over the Ravens. Um, yeah, see, Travis, I said the same thing at the uh, beginning of the live stream. I said the, I said that 07 Patriots team that almost went 19 to no. They they had some ugly wins, for sure. Uh, we'll read a few more here and then get out of here. Uh, we're now talking about Taylor Swift designer outfits. Okay, this is where uh this is where we start. I start wondering if we need to wrap up the show. At what point can we say, can we call Sky Moore a bust? Um, I, I try to be very careful with that. Uh, is Sky Moore living up to standards? No. Um, I mean, I think we're getting there, John. I, I do. He's got to step it up. Uh, 
but yeah, second round pick should definitely produce more than this. Last year, I can give him some slack because he was behind Juju, he was behind MVS, and Travis Kelsey is your primary uh, target. But um, I don't know. I I, I just don't. I, 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 we're not seeing much from Sky Moore. We're just not. Bob's optimistic. Going to be fine. Yeah. You know what's crazy is last year, even towards the end of the regular season, Chiefs players felt like they weren't playing their best football. They had not played their best football yet. And this is a team that went on to win the Super Bowl, too. So, yeah, Kevin, I agree. He, I thought he did well in those two plays. But again, we only saw him for two plays. Like, I want to see more from Kadarius Tony because he has that 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 skill set that you want in Andy Reid's offense. I think you're talking about Washington, Bob. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's going to take some time to pick up that offense. Puka Nuka, he's playing really well this year. Uh, I just don't know if he would fit our offensive scheme. Um, that would be a learning curve, and that could take some time to adjust to. That would be my concern, Brad. Yeah, sorry if I'm... Uh, <laughs> do we miss Orlando Brown yet? It's definitely not today. I mean, Bengals fans were complaining a lot about Orlando Brown. I saw some complaints about him already during the season, but my God... What's more fraudulent, the Bengals at one and three or the Cowboys at three and one? Um, the Cowboys are definitely playing better than I thought. Uh, but I still don't trust them in the playoffs. The Bengals, though, like, I mean, it's not just their record. Like, they are not scoring. That's what's crazy about that offense right now. And again, I know people are going to say, well, Burrow's dealing with the injury. Yeah, but... You're playing, though. and I mean, how much of that is really an impact? Like, Jamar Chase says he's always open. And now I haven't followed the Bengals snap for snap, so I can't say. But, I mean, I don't think a player would say that, especially when it can be fact-checked. Did you know Rasheed Rice would be tied with Tyreek Hill in leading the league in receiving touchdowns? How? Hold on. Did you know Rasheed Rice would be tied with Tyreek Hill in leading the league? In, okay, I, I don't know if this is sarcasm or what, but Kyle, if you're here, clarify, because that makes no sense. Oh, if he got his last three touchdowns. Okay, yeah. I'm very glad you clarified. Yeah, okay. No, I know what you're talking about um, because he was brought down at the one twice last week. Yeah, but um, how many touchdowns does Tyreek Hill have? He didn't have any today, but oh well. McVeigh, I assume you mean Sean McVeigh and Reed have similar complexities in the their offense. Okay, all right. Here's my thing, though, Travis. I, I think going from Stafford to Mahomes, like Mahomes has this ability and it's a great ability to extend plays when needed and at that point you have to improvise 
Like the things that Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes are doing together, and I know it did not look pretty today. Um, they're doing things that they're doing things that you know it takes time to to get down. It's like they're able to communicate without actually communicating. They they have a way of getting that down. Um, that's what Puka Nuka would need to pick up on, and how long do, does would that take to learn? That's that, that, that's all I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm not opposed. Like if the Chiefs get him, that'd be that'd be huge, especially with the season he's having. Samuel's asking who uh, who's the bigger threat to the Chiefs, the Dolphins or the Bills? Uh, I mean, Josh Allen looked horrible in Week One, but he's actually figured it out pretty quickly. I'll give him credit for for that. Uh, and I mean, listen, I think if you look at the game today, uh, you got to be the Bills. I still think the Dolphins are a threat. See, Scott asks, who do you think is the best team in the NFL right now? If you asked me, if you asked me this 12 hours ago, I was going to say the Dolphins. Um, but they got their they got their asses whipped today. So it's hard to say who really is number one right now. I want to say the 49ers. Um, it just feels like the 49ers, I mean, it hasn't no team is ever perfect, but it just feels like the 49ers are playing really good all-around football. So if I had to pick a team right now who looks the best, I would say the 49ers. Um, the Eagles are still undefeated, um, but they've had some weird close games. Um, but but again, you're winning, so that's all that matters. Kent says Niners, Eagles, Chiefs. I agree with Niners, one. I agree with Eagles, two. I don't know who three would be, though. Because honestly, in my power rankings, I was thinking of putting the the Dolphins ahead of the Chiefs. But obviously, with that loss, you can't really do that. Um, I don't know. I The Chiefs did not play like the third best team in the NFL today, though. But hey, they had a lot of games like this last year. I, and I'm even trying to remind myself after reminding you guys. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up here. Uh, obviously, not the prettiest of wins today, but I think the, the Chiefs will go back to the drawing board and figure it out. They definitely need to figure it out because they do play a very tough Vikings team. Yes, they're 1-3, and three, but all of their games have been one-score games. They were undefeated in one-score games last year. I think they were 8-0 last year. I don't have that in front of me, but it was a pretty good record. So, again, the Vikings are involved in a lot of close games. Um, I'll say it already. I think this will be a close game next week. I do. I do. <laughs> Kent says the Mahomes slide costs money. Yeah, I agree. Tell me about it. Tell my parlay about it. That was not the only thing, but yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about there. Um, all right, guys. Hey, thank you for listening to this live chat on Facebook and on YouTube. Thank you for listening to the podcast version. Whether it's on Apple, Spotify, wherever. Big thanks to you guys. Please, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't done so either, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at the chief zone. Uh, we're going to continue to uh, keep dishing some um, some content on there as well. Been doing a little bit, but going to get uh, into the uh, groove. Uh, do that more often as well. All right, guys. Chiefs win. A win is a win. We'll talk later. My name is Farzee Masugi, and take care. Have a good night.